April 29th Memorial of St. Catherine of Siena, Virgin and Doctor St. Catherine was born at Siena in 1347. While still a young girl, she sought the way of perfection and entered the Third Order of St. Dominic. On fire with love of God and neighbor, she established peace and concord between cities, vigorously fought for the rights and freedom of the Roman Pontiff, and promoted the renewal of religious life. She also composed works of doctrine and spiritual inspiration. She died in 1380. God, come to my assistance. Lord, make haste to help me. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia. Let us with our voices raise in that heroic woman's praise, whose courage, strength, and holy fame have given her an honored name. O strength of all the strong, God's Son, through whom alone great deeds are done. By your great strength and through her prayer, may we bear witness everywhere. Praise God the Father and the Son, and Holy Spirit three in one, who gave this noble woman grace, a life of virtue to embrace. Radiant Virgin, prudent and wise, you are the spouse of the Holy Word of God. Alleluia. The heavens proclaim the glory of God, and the firmament shows forth the work of his hands. Day unto day takes up the story, and night unto night makes known the message. No speech, no word, no voice is heard, yet their span extends through the, all the earth, their words to the utmost bounds of the world. There he has placed a tent for the sun. It comes forth like a bridegroom coming from his tent, rejoices like a champion to run its course. At the end of the sky is the rising of the sun. To the furthest end of the sky is its course. There is nothing concealed from its burning heat. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Radiant Virgin, prudent and wise, you are the spouse of the Holy Word of God. Alleluia. I count as nothing the kingdoms of the earth, even the whole world, because of my love for the Lord Jesus Christ. Alleluia. My heart overflows with noble words. To the King I must speak the song I have made, my tongue as nimble as the pen of a scribe. You are the fairest of the children of men, and graciousness is poured upon your lips, because God has blessed you for evermore. O mighty one, gird your sword upon your thigh, in splendor and state, ride on in triumph, for the cause of truth and goodness and right. Take aim with your bow in your dread right hand. Your arrows are sharp. Peoples fall beneath you. The foes of the king shall fall down and lose heart. Your throne, O God, shall endure forever. A scepter of justice is the scepter of your kingdom. Your love is for justice, your hatred for evil. Therefore God, your God, has anointed you with the oil of gladness above other kings. Your robes are fragrant with aloes and myrrh. From the ivory palace you are greeted with music. The daughters of kings are among your loved ones. On your right stands the queen in gold of Ophir. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. I count as nothing the kingdoms of the earth, even the whole world, because of my love for the Lord Jesus Christ. Alleluia. The King has desired your beauty. He is your Lord and God. Alleluia. Listen, O daughter, give ear to my words. Forget your own people and your father's house. So will the King desire your beauty. He is your Lord. Pay homage to him. And the people of Tyre shall come with gifts. The richest of the people shall seek your favor. The daughter of the king is clothed in splendor, her robes embroidered with pearls set in gold. 
She is led to the king with her maiden companions. They are escorted amid gladness and joy. They pass within the palace of the king. Sons shall be yours in place of your fathers. You will make them princes over all the earth. May this song make your name forever remembered. May the peoples praise you from age to age. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. The King has desired your beauty. He is your Lord and God. Alleluia. You have shown me how to live. Alleluia. You will fill me with joy in your presence. Alleluia. A reading from the first letter of the Apostle Paul to the Corinthians. With respect to virgins, I have not received any commandment from the Lord, but I give my opinion as one who is trustworthy. Thanks to the Lord's mercy. It is this. In the present time of stress, it seems good to me for a person to continue as he is. Are you bound to a wife? Then do not seek your freedom. Are you free of a wife? If so, do not go in search of one. Should you marry, however, you will not be committing a sin. Neither does a virgin commit a sin if she marries. But such people will have trials in this life, and these I should like to spare you. I tell you, brothers, the time is short. From now on, those with wives should live as though they had none, those who weep should live as though they were not weeping, and those who rejoice as though they were not rejoicing. Buyers should conduct themselves as though they owned nothing, and those who make use of the world as though they were not using it, for the world as we know it is passing away. I should like you to be free of all worries. The unmarried man is busy with the Lord's affairs, concerned with pleasing the Lord, but the married man is busy with this world's demands and occupied with pleasing his wife. This means he is divided. The virgin, indeed any unmarried woman, is concerned with the things of the Lord, in pursuit of holiness in body and spirit. The married woman, on the other hand, has the cares of this world to absorb her and is concerned with pleasing her husband. I am going into this with you for your own good. I have no desire to place restrictions on you, but I do want to promote what is good, what will help you to devote yourselves entirely to the Lord. If anyone thinks he is behaving dishonorably toward his virgin, because a critical moment has come and it seems that something should be done, let him do as he wishes. He commits no sin if there is a marriage. The man, however, who stands firm in his resolve, who, while without constraint and free to carry out his will, makes up his mind to keep his virgin, also acts rightly. To sum up, the man who marries his virgin acts fittingly. The one who does not will do better. A wife is bound to her husband as long as he lives. If her husband dies, she is free to marry, but on one condition, that it be in the Lord. She will be happier, though, in my opinion, if she stays unmarried. I am persuaded that in this I have the Spirit of God. The king has desired your beauty which he himself has given you. Your God and King has become your spouse. Alleluia. He has provided for you and adorned you. He has redeemed you and made you holy. Now you are wedded to your King and your God. Your God and King has become your spouse. Alleluia. A reading from the Dialogue on Divine Providence by St. Catherine of Siena, Virgin and Doctor. Eternal God, Eternal Trinity, you have made the blood of Christ so precious through his sharing in your divine nature. You are a mystery as deep as the sea. The more I search, the more I find, and the more I find, the more I search for you. But I can never be satisfied. What I receive will ever leave me desiring more. When you fill my soul, I have an even greater hunger, and I grow more famished for your light. 
and desire above all to see you the true light as you really are. I have tasted and seen the depth of your mystery and the beauty of your creation with the light of my understanding. I have clothed myself with your likeness and have seen what I shall be. Eternal Father, you have given me a share in your power and the wisdom that Christ claims as his own, and your Holy Spirit has given me the desire to love you. You are my Creator, Eternal Trinity, and I am your creature. You have made of me a new creation in the blood of your Son, and I know that you are moved with love at the beauty of your creation, for you have enlightened me. Eternal Trinity, Godhead, mystery deep as the sea. You could give me no greater gift than the gift of yourself. For you are a fire ever burning and never consumed, which itself consumes all the selfish love that fills my being. Yes, you are a fire that takes away the coldness, illuminates the mind with its light, and causes me to know your truth. By this light, reflected as it were in a mirror, I recognize that you are the highest good, one we can neither comprehend nor fathom. As I know that you are beauty and wisdom itself, the food of angels you gave yourself to man in the fire of your love. You are the garment which covers our nakedness, and in our hunger you are a satisfying food, for you are sweetness, and in you there is no taste of bitterness, O triune God. My sister and my beloved, open yourself to me, you are a co-heir of my kingdom, and you have understood the hidden mysteries of my truth. You are enriched with the gift of my spirit, cleansed of all sin by the shedding of my blood. Alleluia. Go forth from the quiet of contemplation, and courageously bear witness to my truth. You are enriched with the gift of my spirit, cleansed of all sin by the shedding of my blood. Alleluia. Let us pray. Father, in meditating on the sufferings of your Son and in serving your Church, St. Catherine was filled with the fervor of your love. By her prayers, may we share in the mystery of Christ's death and rejoice in the revelation of his glory. For he lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. Amen. Let us praise the Lord and give him thanks.